Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I want to talk about some of the growing pains of parenting, not for the kids, but for us parents. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today <laughs> I want to talk about some of the growing pains. And I, in the last few episodes and I just, guys, I just do this off the cuff, and I I just want to share that my seven-year-old is getting a big boy bed, like a big, big boy bed. Like, he went from his race car Lightning McQueen bed, which is a little twin, right? Went from his his crib several years ago into this bed. It's kind of outgrown Lightning McQueen. My 17-month-old, well, you know what? He's getting a little bit bigger. He will, uh, not that he's transitioned to a bed yet. He's still in the crib, but uh, that transition is going to happen soon. And he's going to get his brother's bed, which I'm sure he's excited about. He loves going into his brother's room, which is now his room, and enjoying the race car bed as he loves cars. So we order... My son wanted a bunk bed. He thought he and his brother were going to share a bedroom. I said, you know, you guys are six years apart. That may sound good in theory right now. But you know what? Daddy thinks you're better off and mommy thinks you're better off having your own bedroom. And you will thank us here in a couple of years. Uh, You two don't need to be in the same bedroom. So because he wanted a bunk bed and he wanted to be on the top bed, we bought one of these. uh, It's a full up top with a futon that can recline out into a a full bed so when his friends sleep over uh they have a place to sleep now this was kind of exciting right he, he's getting his new bed we went shopping for it he picked the one he wanted he picked the bedding uh we made a big ordeal about it this stuff's about to get delivered um now for those of you who may not have read my book be the dad you wish you had uh, towards the end of the book, I believe it's chapter 37. Um, just so you know, it's 40 power lessons to becoming a powerful dad. And all the lessons are one to two pages. But lesson number 37 is daddy talk time. And what is daddy talk time? It's, it's the 15, 20 minutes that I spend with my son each and every single night in his bed as he's going down as we, we say our prayers. I acknowledge him, tell him five things I'm very proud of him for, uh, that he did that day. I often ask him if there's anything that I missed that I would have been proud of for had I known. Please share that with me. And sometimes he's got something, sometimes he doesn't. And then, you know, in that dialogue, uh, we just talk about his day or he asked me the crazy questions of life. And I realized I'm not getting up on the top bunk. 
realized that my seven-year-old, although he enjoys daddy talk time, I looked at my wife when this bed got delivered, and, and you may hear it in my voice right now as it's starting to crack. I don't know how daddy talk time's gonna go down anymore. My big boy is outgrowing that intimate time where I get that one-on-one, uninterrupted, dedicated time with my son. And I looked at my wife and I said, I don't know if I'm ready for that. This is a growing pain. He's growing, but he's outgrowing that. And not that he's outgrowing it emotionally, physically, it needs to change. So the only thing that has changed in daddy talk time, now that he has this bed, <laughs> is that I don't lay in his bed with him. He just lays in bed with us. We read the books like we've always done. And then we have that time where we talk. And then I bring him to his room. He goes up to his bunk. I say prayers and then he goes to bed. Um, but it was a little change in dynamic that, quite frankly, struck me emotionally. I knew I wasn't going to lose that, but obviously it's changed in how it's played out. The other thing I start to think about, right? I don't know jack about parenting. I, didn't, I never thought daddy talk time was going to end. I never thought about it at all. But obviously it's going to end at some point. The other dynamic that I need to start thinking about is having time for both children moving forward. Where they both get the reading time. Where they both get impacted by that one-on-one dedicated time with me. Uh, And letting them understand that there's a dynamic there that... You know, the older ones always had me. Um, when I, when it starts to be where I have to go with his brother for a little bit and then to him or how's that dynamic going to play and being very conscious of how I communicate that to the older one. Like, we're not taking time away from you. We're just giving some time to your brother that both of you are extremely important and it's time for him where he can start to understand that he's going to get some of these daddy talk times too so it's just food for thought and in a growing pain of this thing I know jack about which is parenting and it's a it's a daily evolution of how I can pour into, impact my kids in a positive way. And when it's not a positive way to be enlightened enough, aware enough of myself to look myself in the mirror and say, hey, how can I do better tomorrow? Those are my thoughts for today. We'll see you in the next episode. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at be the dad you wish you had.com. 
Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to be the dad you wish you had.com now and get it while it's free.